When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back to Giddy Up. We're live from the Krakasales. Two of the great metrosexuals of the racing industry about to join me here um, at the Karaka Complex. And Will Bourne and Jamie Richards, who's back home. And, and um, it's like a rock star when he arrives back home after getting a winner there last night at Sha Tin. Um, I'll say hello to you first of all, Will Bourne. How's things? Good. I'm actually a bit flat. I had a drink with him at the bar last night. There's absolutely no tip whatsoever. Jamie, yeah. yeah what's, zero. It, what's it like coming back? Zero. Um, hanging, out, hanging out with Jamie Richards after like uh, the, the wonder boy of New Zealand racing, heads off to the big smoke at Hong Kong and then comes back home, is it? Well, it's hard to get him to acknowledge it these days. Oh, he, okay. he strolls through. Oh. Like, you know, he's actually got a, he's got a few watermelons <laughs> under his arms. He sort of strolls through with a bit of a strut like that. Yeah. And, you know, to get it to get him to acknowledge and say hi back, it's, it's a good effort. Yeah. Jamie, good morning to you, mate. Great to have you on the show. Good morning, boys. Afternoon. Um, <laughs> what's it like coming back home? Always good to be home. Yeah. Uh, they haven't exactly turned the weather on for us, but um, good to be back amongst uh, friends and family who... Uh, admittedly, you do miss a little bit up there, but um, yeah, things are going well. As you say, a winner last night uh, keeps things ticking along. So you had the Hong Kong Classic for the four-year-olds and also that Stewards Cup, which was one hell of a race. So um, I think we're pretty lucky to have you here. Yeah, I was always going to come back and try yep. and buy a few yearlings and uh, sort of try and increase the quality of the horses that are coming into the stable. I think that's probably the most important thing for, yeah. for any trainer is that you can try and control or have some input into the horses that are coming into your stable, like obviously Kieran and, and Will are uh, big yearling buyers, and, and because they can buy what they want and then uh, syndicate them, then, then I think that helps their results. Tiaki is another great example of that. So uh, although we missed the big race there last night, it's it's good to be home. Yeah. But w what, what a race it was, like Golden 60. Uh, even as a seven-year-old, he's still right at the top of his game. And yeah. um, and the Classic Mile was uh, dominated off the front by Jamie Carr on, on Voyage Bubble. And, uh, yeah, it's a very open four-year-old sort of series at this stage. There's, uh, you know, there's a different form lines coming through. Uh, a couple of horses have been a little bit disappointing. Some of them have stepped up. So uh, the Classic Cup's about a month away, and we'll have to see how it all works out. So... How do you go about? So I'm still trying to get my head around this when it comes to Hong Kong racing. Um, we're on the, I'm on the Bengals and you're on the Chiefs in the NFL. Um, but so you can buy them for clients at these sales, um, and you don't have to buy them at the the sales in Hong Kong. So you try and yeah, get them cheaper uh, here. Yep, there's different ways of doing it. That, yeah. That's so uh, you know it is a little bit cheaper to buy them as yearlings here, but there's obviously more risk. Um, but some people like to do it that way, and, and it gives them a couple of years for their, uh, you know, to organise a permit. Uh, so they can go up there one of two ways, either as a, as a PPG, which is an unraced horse, or as a PP, which is a, which is a raced horse, um, off a rating of 63. So, um, yeah, we're just, we're just here sort of feeling our way a little bit. We've got, uh, bought a couple today for some uh, loyal clients up there, so hopefully we'll... Um, 
uh, get them broken in, get them in the system with, with Dad, and, and they'll come up in the next sort of couple of years. They won't come up too soon. But, uh, usually sort of come up as three-year-olds and races okay. back in three-year-olds and four-year-olds. So they stay here, have a couple of preparations, and when they're ready to go, they get sent to Hong Kong. You've got a couple of great mates, your best mates in the Bloodstock game as well. Um, geez, they might be your best, like... Jamie, I've got this superstar for you. Probably Will Bourne's been on the line trying to sell you a, a, um, a galloper from this side of the world. Um, how do you process all that? Uh, the, the buying the tried horses is getting very difficult, yeah. uh, particularly uh, driven by the Australian prize money, basically, uh, and the effect that syndication has had on, uh, on their industry. Um, firstly, as PPGs, as trial horses, um, you used to be able to sort of buy them out in New Zealand and Australia. Uh, but even if you sort of spot a nice trial winner in New Zealand now, um, the option of going to Australia and racing for prize, so much prize money, and also they have the added incentive where the, where the owner can keep 10% or 15% okay. and they can enjoy uh, racing with... Kieran Maher or Mc yeah. McPrice or wh whoever it may be. Can't do that in Hong no. Kong. Uh, and then on the other side of the coin with the with the PPs, the prize money is so high and uh, syndication is so strong that people now own small slices of a number of different horses and when they get offered a sum of money to sell that horse, uh, it's not going to be life-changing and, and because of the prize money that they're racing for, they're, they're reluctant to sell. So... Uh, the strength of the Australian market is making it harder to buy uh, tried horses um, and that's why you've probably got to come to the roots a little bit more and back your judgement that hopefully they can develop into a nice horse. And you've got Will Bourne who's just got Unlimited and he's got an open checkbook when it comes to Kiramar Racing and you purchased one. We'll meant to Johnny O'Neill, our great friend who is part of the Giddy Up team, said, Gareth, we've got lot 240. that we per Did we get the filly or not? Yeah, we purchased her. Yep. Yeah, means test called Giddy Up. That could be a nice name for her. Are you coming in? Yeah. yeah. Well, how much did she cost? 120. That's 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 a bargain buy for you. <laughs> oh, come on. <laughs> like 120. You you've never gone that low for fast. Bought a filly for 65 yesterday. Oh, there come you on. Go. That's um that's blown me away. In fact, because he was you should have seen him on the Gold Coast when he bought the the um what was the cult that you purchased for 2.6. Uh, the um, the Booker Colt. Yeah, the from, Booker Colt. I'm invincible. Yeah. So. Have you? Is she? Is he all filled up? Yeah. More expensive they are, the more the more easy they are to syndicate. It's a bit crazy like that. But it is. Those horses are their investments for other studs and other yeah. um, you know companies. You can put shares in companies that way. Yeah. Uh, and so they're profiled like a, an investment, if that makes sense. So. It is like an. I don't. Know, it was either. I forgot who was telling the story, but they're 100% right is that there's so much money in the game, but it's it's the people involved in this sport do have a lot of money and they love it. And it's sort of like their hobby, but it's the... Michael Kent Jr. was explaining, it's sort of like they love trying to work out deals and going with partnerships and meet other people that they might be able to get into business with. There's um, a bit of sport to it. Yeah. Even owners love it. Um, I mean, John O'Neill's a great example of that. I mean, yeah. he... he you know, he half thrives in doing doing the deal and buying the horse and and creating those. Um, they scenarios. get off on it. Yeah, yeah. yeah and, and now, like, you get a bloodstock agent like a boy from Benalla in Country Victoria, Jamie, and he gets to hang out with the sheiks and fly into Nobu and Los Angeles and by helicopter and hang out with NBA stars. <laughs> so, um, it's a game that can take you to different worlds. 
Yeah, I'm a long way from um, the Seymour Pub, is that what you're saying? <laughs> yes. You forgot where you come from in a way. Like, it's a good story to tell your mates when you go home for Christmas Eve, but um, has that surprised you a little bit? Do you have to pinch yourself, Jamie, when you um, speak and deal with... Oh, I was pinching myself last night when I was at the bar with him. Yeah, I, I know. Like, I have, I have <laughs> made it. With billionaire business people? Yeah, yeah I'm with, I'm with What Jamie. do you learn from that? Not at all, not at all. I think more important uh, in Hong Kong is the socialising with owners. Like, it's a very vibrant city. They like to go out and have right dinner. Right up your alley. Well, if you're not out having dinner, not trying to get new owners or entertain current owners, then you're, then you're probably, not, probably not working hard enough. Yep. So uh, that's a very important part of it up there. Um, well, Hong Kong's a beautiful city. Obviously, it's been heavily affected by COVID over the last three years, but things are starting to, things are starting to bounce back and... Um, you can sense a real bit of a real bit of energy in the city. Like there was seventy thousand there on Chinese New yes. Year uh, last Tuesday, and uh, it turned over Hong Kong two billion, which is just incredible. So um, they don't mind a pun. <laughs> yeah, the, the sports in good shape up yeah. there, um, and you know there's obviously challenges all the time with the way that the economy is bouncing back, which is affecting probably the uh, amount of money that people are wanting to yeah. pay for horses. So I think. Uh, you know, things are getting back to back to normal, which is great. A lot of fun um, catching up with you two stars. Like, um, great for the game and look forward to um, you taking Jamie out for a couple of beers tonight. And um, Well, he didn't tip me a horse. He didn't no. buy me a drink, so it was just a yeah, typical <laughs> Kiwi. Jamie, it's great to see you in love, by the way, as well. It's been a great couple of years for you, mate. Um, you should be so proud. And um, we wish you the best of luck going forward in Hong Kong. And, Will... You got the you're the boss. No, no Eustace, no Ma. Um, so, yeah. If, if if they're good, yeah. It was I, I purchased them. If they're bad, trainer's yeah. fault. It's, it's just surreal. <laughs> yeah. That's <laughs> the, that's what you say to all of them, like Hotatsu and the, yeah. the like. Um, good on you, mate. Thanks right. for that. Thanks for having me. Thanks, thanks Jackie Richards, and that wraps up our first day of coverage here at the Caracas Sales. It's been a lot of fun. Thanks to all of our guests. Thanks to our team in New Zealand as well. Um, and, um, yeah, we'll be back tomorrow morning live for day three of the Caracas Sales at Auckland. You can listen to any of our interviews or segments. Just subscribe to Giddy Up with Gareth Hall. Um, but for now, have a wonderful afternoon or morning. Trot's Live coming up next, I should say, with Jason Bonington. And I'll catch up with you tomorrow.